Yo, Jamie. How's it going, Keith? Oh, it's going pretty well. I'm in a super good mood. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, well, so I, I noticed after coming back from Beer City Code last week that I was just really energized and ready to work on stuff. So I've, I've just in general had a pretty good week. And then um, this morning I spent a couple hours before hopping on the call with you working on my web app challenge in Elixir and Phoenix. And I just I got quite a bit of stuff done. Didn't get the exact feature that I said I was going to get done done, but I made a lot of progress and it has me really pumped to keep working on it. Can you uh, explain what this is, the app that you are working on? Oh, yeah. So um, this one is my web app challenge one. So this is uh, – uh, it's called Submissions is what I'm calling it. And I, I ended up getting a domain for it. So I now have getsubmissions.com, which I thought was pretty good. But, yeah, this is the um, – thing so that you don't have to create a backend for your forms necessarily like that if you need very specific workflows executed then you can build those in this application and just use this as the action on your form and it'll take the data and do what you need it to do so i've got some pretty cool goals for what i would like to be able to eventually do with this um mm -hmm. and yeah so i started building that in phoenix after i decided to scrap the go version of it and for this particular week, I was supposed to have form submission handling finished, like some sort of bare bones version of that. But when I finally got back to what I had done previously, I realized I was for some reason working on user registration and uh, stuff basically because I wanted to have a user model so that I could associate forms. And so this morning I was like, well, I might as well finish this while I'm here. So I finished user registration, um, authentication. And then I started working on for, like my the context of form submissions or what form handlers. And then I created some forms because that's the best name. And I realized after looking at other companies that do the same thing. So like Wufu essentially is kind of a competitor to this or like the form building inside of your email um, service. So like MailChimp or Drip or uh, ConvertKit, they all kind of have the same concept there, too. And so I realized that form isn't a bad name to use. It's just not what I should use on my like marketing stuff. Like in reality right. here, you want to take the customer from um, them getting a submission of some kind into something happening. So that uh, that seems like a good way to go. And that's probably how I'm going to work with the verbiage. But I'll probably A-B test the wording on things. So Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. Awesome. Did you do any work on uh, Coder Journey in the last few weeks? So I got that launched. And so I guess here, we'll recap what I was going to do over the last two weeks. The two things were I was going to do the form submission handling thing, which I did not quite get done, but I made a ton of progress. And then I was going to launch the redesign. And then I obviously had to do my YouTube video stuff, which I've been pretty bad on the YouTube video front. Like, uh, if I'm too busy, I will just, like, that's the thing that I will drop. So... I dropped that last week because I was prepping talks, but yeah, I actually did get the redesign launched and that, that went by, um, pretty smoothly. And, um, I took a workshop at beer city code about Google analytics and some stuff there. And now I have a lot more like insight into what's actually going on in my application. And I can see like, Oh, what are the search terms people are using? Which is not in Google analytics. Ironically, um, it's in a different Google tool to find that stuff. But yeah, the, the relaunch went really well and or i guess the redesign uh went out pretty well and i've gotten some pretty nice compliments on it I haven't gotten any like critical feedback which i thought was kind of funny uh but i also have a pretty small uh non-vocal audience 
Cool. Nice, man. Um, so what's what's next? So next, I'm mostly going to be focusing on – so the, the whole reason I was doing the web design thing um, was it's something I've wanted to do for a long time to get myself off of WordPress to kind of – strip down my publication flow for all of my so i write my tutorials in markdown in what will be eventually become the blog post format so like every tutorial starts as a blog post and um then what i would have to do is i would have to take that markdown translate it into some sort of html and then pump that into wordpress and then put a bunch of short codes in places to get things to work right and that just like all sucked and it was really hard for me to customize the look of things so i moved that to hugo so that i could um have more control over that and to just streamline things. So I just, I write it as a blog post and when I'm done, I just push it up and it deploys itself. So Mm -hmm. that's pretty nice. Um, But the reason I wanted to do that now is I wanted to get that off my plate. So it's not something I have to worry about and I can just focus on my web app challenge stuff. So I'm going to focus on submissions first and then my other one, which is a course building uh, platform, kind of I'm targeting it sort of at like almost techie people at this point. Like it's really I'm building a course building platform for me that I think would be useful to any programmer that wants to teach stuff. But I would like to be more broad than that by, you know, putting some some good user experience into the front end. But that's like down the road. That's my next version uh, or next application to kind of work on. So submissions is my priority right now. Do you have a do you have a name for the uh, course building platform? So the course building platform is called Lectern. Um, so I got a URL for that or this week too. Uh, use Lectern.com, but there's nothing there yet. But in my next two weeks, I want to actually create landing pages for both of those, uh, just so that I can kind of give like, hey, this is what's coming soon, sort of thing. And if you, this is something you'd be interested in being a beta tester, or you just um, want to know how the progress goes, then, you know, sign up for the, this email list or whatever. Nice. So nice. that's, that's kind of my game plan for the next two weeks is basically, uh, get form submission handling done and then get some UI. Cause right now I'm just using some like unstyled Phoenix UI mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. get my landing pages out. If I get those three things done, I will be super happy with the next two weeks. Nice. Nice, man. Well, you had a productive two weeks. Yeah, it was mine, pretty good. Mine, on the other hand, was uh, was not too productive. Ah, uh, that's a that's a drag. But you also had a billion conferences to go to. So, well, yeah. So um, over the last two weeks, I've been to three conferences. Um, one was one week, and then the other two were we're kind of back to back. Um, <clears throat> so I haven't been able to get much done. I was actually kind of excited about those conferences. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm just going to be able to work all these other time. And that's never true. So, um, what I wanted to get done was, um, on callback, I have sign up, sign in that's done. Uh, and then I, I wanted to get, uh, the job runs uh, displayed so that when you, mm-hmm. when a job runs, you can see the result. Um, I didn't get any of that done. <laughs> and the reason was I ran into a snag with, um, with callback and Ember um, actually not a snag, but something I knew that needed to be done is that I don't use like the JSON API. So mm-hmm. 
I needed to come up with like a, a current user, the idea of a current user being logged in. Okay. And for yeah. that, I needed to basically convert a uh, JavaScript call and needed to normalize it into um, uh, Ember data. So I started going down that path and I basically realized I'm going to need to create basically callbacks own serializer. Uh, and I wanted to create that as a separate little project. So if anybody's using Ember front end for, for consuming callback data that they could just use this. So that's what I started. That's where I ended up and I haven't gotten too far with the serializer. Um, just because I kind of got sick of working in, in Ember for a bit. Um, it got a little frustrating with the amount of stuff that you need to override just to like not have underscores and convert it to, to camel case stuff. Wait, yeah. that doesn't just happen. Um, no. Uh, so like if you're using I think it expects camel case or something like that. It's actually pretty easy, but then it's, it's mostly structure stuff. So not having a root, um, node. Okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So if you were using JSON API though, wouldn't it take your snake case and turn it just like map it straight to the camel case? Um, I don't know if it does that by default or keeps it camel case. I don't remember. I don't remember what the JSON, I don't think the JSON API cares about that, but. I don't remember that. That was easy, but I'm, I'm talking more about the structure and data and realizing I needed a type uh, attribute and things like that. So uh, it, it shouldn't take long. It was just like, oh, all these methods I have to normalize and then serialize. So um, I am planning on completing that by next week. So um, I'm going to have the uh, serializer done. Cool. Callback and which will allow me to create my headers and things like that in the app, uh, which I need a current user and things like that. So I'll have all that done and then I should have my job runs uh, thing done. One thing I've decided, the other thing I worked on, I'll get into what I decided to do. The other thing I worked on was Tetsu. I worked on, uh, I fixed a couple bugs and then one of my customers asked, uh, this is like probably the fifth request of this, and I have it, is that they wanted to be able to um, set up a billing email that wasn't part of, uh, who who wasn't one of the participants. So right now in Tatsu, you can select a single participant to get all the billing emails. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously in bigger corporations, it doesn't really work like that. Like they have some uh, billing person that should get emails, like accounting at, Mm-hmm. whoever so i started working on that because this is like the fifth person that asked for this and i was like you know what i'm just gonna do this so i started implementing that and i started going down this a uh, road of refactoring some of the billing stuff and i was like you know what this is just too much right now so i kind of rolled back a little bit and then i'm just adding a billing email it's, it should be that should be done it's about 95 percent done now it just needs some ui work so i'll have a lot of customers that are that will be happy that that's in there cool yeah i mean that's that's a net win though something simple that you can do that uh lowers the barrier of entry especially when you think about it you're lowering the barrier of entry for like big potential customers right right 
So my next two weeks are going to be a little interesting because uh, I'm going to take uh, a whole week off uh, the last week of June. I'm mm-hmm. taking that whole week off and just concentrating only on Tetsu. I'm not going to worry about callback. Um, there's some big things I want to do with Tetsu, and it's been kind of ignored and falling off uh, feature-wise uh, against some competitors. I'm going to take that whole week and just concentrate on Tetsu. And uh, it'll be nice. So I'm going to plan on completing a vacation so yeah. that a person can, uh, a participant can say, hey, I'm on vacation. Don't call on me. I'm going to finish the, uh, what I'm calling the asynchronous engine, which is kind of like the ability for Tetsu to DM a user and then gathers all their responses and puts them in a single room as opposed to like a round robin format. Didn't didn't you already do that? No, I never. That was one of my big things I was going to do on Codication, and I never got to it. Oh. Yeah, that's a big feature. Yeah, I totally thought that feature was out. Yeah. Um, I've actually lost a couple customers. Not too many, but a couple customers because they prefer that method of uh, of stand-ups, which a lot Did of... Did they the, like send you an email that was like, hey, if you had this, we would stay, but we got to peace out? No, when when they uh, some customers have problems canceling, they can't find the cancellation. Uh, oh, gotcha. Ask them to cancel, and then I ask them for a reason why they canceled. Um, and it's something I should do when they cancel on the site as well. Uh, like mm-hmm. Just throw up a text box and say, "Hey, if you have a, if you have a moment, let me know." I've so a few of those customers that I've that have canceled have 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 said that. So I'm excited about that feature. Cause I think after that, it's going to allow me to mess with, uh, some of the pricing structures. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause that's, that is one of the things with tattoo. That's always been kind of a weird spot, right? It's like, it's yeah. priced so cheap. It is. It's super cheap. I, it should be by the number of customers I have, it should mm-hmm. be a self-sustaining product right now for me that I can work on it full time. Yeah. And it's not because of the pricing structure. The and when I'm say messing with pricing structure, I'm not gonna mess. I'm gonna give current users the option to upgrade because uh, I hate I hate when products do that. They're like, oh, we didn't really figure out the pricing, so hey, now you're screwed. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, yeah. you can you're gonna grandfather these people in and say like, hey, I've added these new features, but you know, for maintainability's sake, I had to put it at a higher tier, and I screwed up when I priced originally. But I'm not gonna like delete the plan that you're on. Right, exactly. And then I'm going to somehow. Uh, there's gonna be a few other features. I'm I'm really excited about a few upcoming features. I've got kind of unique features I know nobody else has. So these are like secret. Can't talk about them on the podcast. Yeah, I don't want to talk about them right now, just because they're not they're not in the pipeline of being created. Um, but I am going to work with like other platforms. One one of the big things coming up, like I'm going to create an Alexa skill. Oh, that's fancy. Yeah. So you can, and then a few other a few other cool things. So cool. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm going to concentrate only on Tatsu, those two things, and then I'm hopefully if I get those two things done. I'm going to start on the uh, kind of the Alexa integration um, play around with that because I don't really, I don't really know too much about the Alexa stuff. So it'll be kind of fun to, to play around with that. Yeah. You have an echo, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's awesome. My hope is as well. And I don't think this is going to happen. This is biting off a lot. 
because I basically only have a week to do it, but I want to launch a callback in some sort of beta mode for people to sign up with. Um, I doubt that'll happen uh, because I only have, like I said, a week to do it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, hopefully, hopefully I can get to, to, to some, to some state of, of that. But so in the whole next week will just be callback minus what I've already uh, have to release for the uh, billing contact. And then um, the whole other week will be Tetsu. So it'll be exciting next time we, we meet to, to talk about uh, what I accomplished on my little mini codication. It's not really codication because I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm moving into a new office okay. um, as well. What's next week? Because I want to get in there before I start working on Tetsu because my current office does not have air conditioning. Oh, that's cool. And it's super echoey. Just a fun fact. Well, oh, when we record the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. And this one's nicer and uh, it'll have air conditioning. So Cool. So I'll be able to stay there all week. Okay, so so what is your? I might have missed it in the midst of this discussion of like big future plans. But so what does your next week look like? Is that just launching callback? No. So my next two weeks, uh, hopefully the first week I can launch callback in some sort of beta mode. It's not going to be complete. Okay. I know that. But my minimum hope is to get the serializer done mm-hmm. uh, and show job runs. Then my week after that will be the two, those two big tattoo features, hopefully, and a bunch of little fixes and stuff. And that's the vacation and async. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. So, uh, big week, big week coming up. Big week. Okay. But one thing, I, I the one reason that I haven't been able to, uh, that I didn't get a lot done these last few weeks besides the, the conferences, is my focus has been like totally totally off it's like kind of the opposite of yours it's almost like feels a little bit of burnout but i don't know it's just you know last time or a couple of weeks ago we talked about sleep mm-hmm. a little bit and i was doing good like when we talked about that i was like i, I started using the bedtime feature and um, ios that tells you when to go to bed if you want this many hours of sleep and when you're going to wake up and for a week, I was doing really well. I was getting at least at least six hours, some mostly seven. Okay. But then conferences happen, travel happened, mm-hmm. and then my my wife's a teacher, so our kids are off of school. She's off of school, and so I don't have that like, hey, I have to get my daughter on the bus thing. Ah, oh, okay. As well as do some work. So I've mm-hmm. been like sleeping in and staying up late. So I have to get back on track with sleep. Uh, I also have to get back on track with working out cause it helped out, helped me focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just cause of travel, like the travel weeks. I, I just say, screw it. Like I'll work out once that week and then trap. So, so these next, next few weeks, I'm going to get on track with that stuff. But I was wondering if there's anything that you do to help you focus on what you're doing at hand, because what, what I'll do is, I'll use Pomodoro technique, mm-hmm. but then I'll be like, Oh, you know what? I'll research this thing for this Pomodoro. And then knowing like next time, I, next Pomodoro, I have to work on this client work. And then mm-hmm. that Pomodoro's up. I'm like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to keep researching this or do that anyway. Mm-hmm. By the end yeah. of the day, I'm getting like four hours of client work done and, and it's just, 
It's just bad. Um, so I take the approach. Well, this was the first question. Have you heard the good news about meditation? Uh, for your uh, focus? I have. <laughs> I saw a cool presentation at uh, Beer City Code. Where this guy awkwardly uh, uh, did some meditation in front of the whole class. What do you mean awkwardly, dude? <laughs> that wasn't awkward. It was awesome. I don't know what you're talking awesome. about. It was funny. But yeah, two minutes awesome. goes by really fast sometimes. Um, so yeah, for me, meditation is a big help. Like I, I find that if I days that I forget to meditate, I have a hard time focusing. But the other thing for me is, um, I plan my day in terms of like, what are my three wins that I'm going to get today? Like I, I only ever have three goals for a given day. I do the same thing. So in OmniFocus, I, I star or flag three things. Those are the three. And I'm only allowed two programmery things. Oh, okay. Nice. So, so, uh, the third thing's usually, you know, a call or respond back to somebody. Anyway, yeah, I do the same thing. I do the same thing. That's a good idea. And then my, you know, implementing those, like I pick my three things that I'm going to work on and then I time box them. And mine's a little weird, right? Cause I go like, I have my three, I have my three things and those are never work related. Like in terms of like my job, job. These are three things that I'm going to get done in addition to the fact that I work a full-time job. Mm. And sometimes those are like really small, right? Like these are things like if I get these done, then it would be a really great day for me. And a lot of times it'll be like, you know what? Submit a talk to a conference. There you go. That's just like one thing that I need to do. It's like get this done. And then I usually have like one big programming task that I want to accomplish on any given day. Like a lot of times... It's not uncommon for my Monday or Tuesday mornings, like time box to be like write and record screencast because I suck at preparation a lot of times. Like I, I, uh, you know, I, I'm not ahead on those things. So like I kind of do them, but I time box them out. But coming back to the like meditation bit, I don't actually do Pomodoro's like super hardcore all the time. Like a lot of times, like sometimes I'll do it, but other times I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to sit down and work on this thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think the benefit of mindfulness is being able to come back like when I get distracted by some idea to come back to like the thing I'm supposed to be working on. I don't um I don't do pomodoros either too hardcore like a lot of times I'll run over. Mm-hmm. But I find that the days that I do do pomodoros hardcore are are the days I get a lot of shit done. Mm-hmm. Like if I can hit like 12 pomodoros on a um on a client project by you know 2 2 p.m 3 p.m mm-hmm. like that's really that's a really really good day because then i have another you know whole other set of eight other pomodoros or so to work on side project stuff dude you wait so that's 14 i guess that's seven hours i was like my good god how long do you work well, but 12, okay 12 pomodoros is six hours so yeah so i try to hit six hours of client work 12 pomodoros a day uh, okay. Um, well, yeah, I guess the thing that sounded weird about when you were describing your Pomodoro thing is like, oh, I'm going to do one Pomodoro of this random thing and then go do this other work. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that like the Pomodoro technique, you're supposed to like do a Pomodoro. You're supposed to do Pomodoros until the task is finished. Well, yeah. So I'll, I'll spend a Pomodoro like every morning on like email. I just call it email. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Responding mm-hmm. to email and, and doing that shit because I don't like to mix that stuff with programming stuff because that only leaves me like 15 minutes to do. And I'm like in a zone 
And then yep. that totally like gets me out of the zone. So no, that I can understand. But I think something like like your example of research as a thing, that's like a that's the same in concept as a programmery task. Yeah, that's but that's the way I'm I'm not focusing. Yeah, no. And that's I think that's like could be a tell. Since you since you're already picking like your t- your two like big programmery tasks to work on for a day, it's basically like I would say almost like knockout email, and then it's like all right, pick the one that I'm going to work on, and I'm pomodoring this thing until it's done, and uh, yeah, then it's just about like coming back to it, and that might be one of those things. Do you have your uh, breathe reminders on on your watch, your Apple Watch? Um, I do, but I want to f- throw the my god watch. I'm going to have to censor this so hard. Uh, Uh, Oh, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I I say I should meditate because then I won't be so angry. Yeah, but okay. So, well, that that idea, though, right, of like having a reminder that pops up that's like, hey, do this, you know, this thing. Like, sure, breathe is kind of annoying. But what that's really telling you to do is like, hey, think about where you're at right now and what you're doing. Right. And, you know, that's the coming back portion. And honestly, that's the only thing I can say. Like, that, to me, is, like, the cure for focus. Besides, like, turn off everything, which is the other thing that I do, right? Like, I turn on Do Not Disturb on my computer and my phone. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay. So, my (laughs) – I'm also going to provide my update on my sleeping, uh, which I don't think is going to be an issue. And then I'm going to download an app. Uh, and start and start trying to meditate in the mornings cool yeah like just start small and yeah yeah exactly. you might not notice any difference whatsoever yeah exactly yeah i'm not expecting but yeah you gotta start somewhere cool man do you have anything else you want to talk about uh no I, i'm good i'm good i do have one thing to uh, i guess we don't have a ton of time all i'm gonna say right now is npm sucks oh yeah nothing new nothing new here yeah let's save that for next time I recorded a screencast, and it was the only time I've ever legitimately been mad in the middle of recording a screencast. <laughs> did you edit? Did you edit that out, or did you leave it? No, in? I didn't. I was just like the air happened, and that's one of the charms of my screencast, right? It's like certain times if there's an air, and it's something I think somebody might run into, I just work through the problem live. So at the end of the thing, I'm just like, you know what? NPM sucks. We're going to use yarn. It's going to just work, and then we're going to move on and finish the thing that we want to do. <laughs> and that's exactly what we did. So, yeah, it was rough, but yeah. All right, dude. Well, I will talk to you in two weeks. All right. Sounds good.